Hi, friends. Welcome to this bonus. <laughs> Welcome to this bonus episode of Manifest It, Sis. Today, we are talking about how to avoid an Issa versus Molly situation in your life. Yes. Okay, so if you are like me, you are a fan of the show Insecure. And if you're like me, your timeline on social media is chock full of people who are either Team Issa or Team Molly or Team Neither of Them Chicks. I personally am Team Better Communication, <laughs> slightly leaning towards Team Issa. But today I'm going to give you a few tips on how to avoid this type of situation in your life and how these girls could have avoided it as well. Although, had they avoided it, would we have had such a compelling show? I don't know. So my first tip is to choose great friends from Jump. And I'm not saying that Isa and Molly didn't choose great friends. I think they were great friends all along and just things have happened throughout the years that have led us to this point literally stepping to each other physically ready to throw down uh, as two adult women yikes so with choosing great friends from jump I just mean choose people that you're aligned with people who you resonate with you feel comfortable with can be 100% yourself with and not try to put on airs or dumb yourself down to match and meet someone who's on your level and someone that you feel like oh, as I grow, this person can grow too. Or, you know, I feel comfortable sharing all parts of my life with this person. Really think about the kind of friend that you want. We are going to have a full episode on manifesting quality friends as an adult in a few weeks. So we'll dig deeper into that then. So I won't go further here. My other tip is to grow together. Now, we're always growing. We are always working to improve ourselves, better ourselves. And we want our friends to be doing the same thing as well. We don't want to be light years ahead of our friend and then look back and wonder what they're doing with their lives. So you want to be able to grow together and you want to have a friend who is a partner in life that you can be like, hey, sis, uh, what you doing? <laughs> You're making the same mistake over and over. You want to talk about it and help your friend grow. Also, if you're the one who's kind of stagnating or in a, a cycle in life that's kind of stalled, let your friend grow without resentment. Be able to see them with the new eyes of who they're turning into versus who they were. And with long-term friendships, it can kind of be hard to do that. So it really takes a lot of growth and personal development on a person's end to be able to broadly and openly see the new person their friend is developing into. And I think that specifically with Molly and Issa, they're having a hard time doing that. So be able to see each other with the fresh eyes of who they are now versus who they were when you met back in eighth grade. That is crucial. Uh, my third tip is communicate early. We have seen as the benefit of being the watcher, we have seen the little side eyes, the glances, the little facial expressions that let us know that these girls had feelings that were uncommunicated about each other. That is some young shit. Avoid that as much as possible and communicate early. As soon as there's an issue or a problem or you're just confused that maybe there is, hey, you gave me a little bit of an attitude there, is everything okay? Because it might not be you or it might, hey, who knows? But communicate early to nip that shit in the bud. 
I feel like we've seen the glances, we've seen the side eyes and shadiness kind of with this frenemy situation that has been growing between Molly and Issa. And in real life, the the drama is not worth it. It's great to turn on HBO and see it. That's why we watch the show. (laughs) But we don't need that in our lives. We are way too busy. We've got way too much going on to be dealing with a friend who is talking smack behind your back and giving you, you know, eye, eye rolls behind your back. It's silly. So communicate early. Nip shit in the bud early. My next tip is to communicate consistently and clearly. So when Molly and Isa were in the grocery store, they both recognized that they needed a good talk. They should have put their shit down, gone and sit in the car and talked it out right then and there. Then they should have had follow-up conversations afterwards to communicate consistently if things changed because things were changing in Molly's relationship and lots of things were changing in Issa's uh, production of the event. They were going through a lot of stuff separately and had they consistently communicated, they would have been privy to that information and be able to treat the other person the way they needed going all throughout this that time frame also clear communication would have been really great on both of their ends it wasn't until they were faced toe-to-toe about to fight that molly said she was creating boundaries i didn't recognize it as being a boundary when she was saying it to isa i recognized it as just it looked like shade to me so communicating clearly is so crucial I think when Issa called regarding needing help getting the headliner for her event, she could have just quickly said, hey, my headliner dropped out. They breached the contract. I didn't do anything, but can you help me with this? Now, while I don't appreciate Molly's immediate attack on Issa, instead of just saying yes or no, I can or can't help, she's like, well, what did you do? What did you do wrong? I was not really appreciating that. It was very legit triggering for me. But if Issa was clearer before her ask, I think that Molly might have had a gentler response. Even if she didn't say yes still, I think her response might have been a little less aggy. So clear communication is crucial. When Molly was talking about her relationship, she did not really speak highly of it. She did not share how invested she was in it and how she truly wanted it to work. So how was Issa supposed to know? Issa couldn't give the respect to her relationship that it deserved because she didn't know it deserved it. So if they communicated consistently and clearly and were really both reaching out to each other, and both sharing what they needed, it would have been such a much better situation on a friendly note. (laughs) A lot of times when there is tension built up within a relationship, friend or otherwise, it's, it's common to want to hold your stance and believe you're right and you're the, the harmed party and believe that the other person should reach out or the other person should apologize first. And really, that is such a guarded place to, to stand. That's a place that is willing to, to stand in the pain versus work together to get back to the love and the pleasure. 
So don't be afraid to be the the party that says, okay, you know what? This isn't working. I don't know what's going on, but I love you and I want this to work. So let's chat. Or, hey, I'm sorry if I offended you. I didn't mean it. Let's talk this out. Yada, yada. It's okay to be vulnerable. And if this is a partner or a person in your life that you love and want to continue having in your life, it's okay to do that. What are they going to do? Tease you? Ha ha. You were, you were the gentle one. You apologize first. You lose. Like, really? If that's the type of relationship it is, maybe it's okay to let that person slide out of your life. And my last tip, which might be the most important tip, is to keep respect and love first place. You have to remember that there's no competition. This is your friend. You love them, allegedly, and you respect them, allegedly, and they feel the same towards you. So with that knowledge, you know that there is a base of respect and love that you can kind of land on no matter what hard topics you're discussing, no matter what hard feelings you guys are hashing out. You have to keep love and respect first place. For example, if your friend is having a very big event that took months to get together and has been stressing her out for that long, maybe that's not the best place to start an argument about your feelings. (laughs) Maybe that's not the best place to get her riled up in public, come toe to toe like you're going to fist fight at her event just spitballing here, Molly. So that for me was super disrespectful and not leading with love. And when you're in a situation with a friend, most likely you feel hurt, you feel betrayed for some reason, you feel a victim for some reason. But underneath that, you still want to be their friend. You still love them, respect them, and want them in your life. You just want to get over this temporary skirmish or situation. So I think if Molly and Issa had kept that in mind, they would have probably communicated earlier to avoid a fistfight in public, but they would have been able to say, hey, I'm sorry that that hurt you, but I can't talk about this right now. Can we table this? And as soon as the event is over, we can discuss. Or Molly could have come up to her and said, I'm really upset about something, Issa. As soon as your event is over, we need to talk and I'm serious. You know, just so simple. So simple. Leading with love is always the best thing to do in any relationship. So that is the number one tip. And I don't know why I put it last. (laughs) Anyway, so I hope you like this quick bonus episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on the Molly and Issa situation and on adult friendships in general. So feel free to DM me at the Danny Faust and let me know your thoughts. And don't forget, in a few weeks, we have a great episode on manifesting quality friends as an adult. And I think that we'll get a lot out of it as well. So I'll talk to you soon. And I hope you dug this bonus episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I will be back on Saturday with our regularly scheduled episode.